Okay, so here today at uh, Tauranga Girls College with Sarah and uh, Karina. So maybe just first of all, uh, if maybe you can give a quick little uh, introduction to your teaching journey and and um, how you got into this role. Hi, my name is Karina. I've been at Tauranga Girls for 11 years. Uh, prior to that, I spent one year at Hillcrest High School in Hamilton and I also taught for six months at Hamilton Girls. Uh, that's pretty much me. Um, hi, I'm Sarah. I've been here for about 10 years, starting as a day reliever and then picking up part-time work and finally being made permanent full-time science teacher about three years ago. Um, before that, I was a full-time mum for five years and before that, travelling overseas. I have done one other teaching stint down in Christchurch at Happy Community College um, and I was interested in a, in a within school teacher role just to give me a bit more of a broad um, experience of education really rather than um, I love being in the classroom though I would never want to give that up. <laughs> Brilliant, alright maybe uh, Sarah I'll start with you, can you just describe some assessment practices uh, used in your school or in your classroom? Uh, in the senior school, we're very driven by, um, obviously, NCEA, so we um, assess two achievement standards and some unit standards. Um, in the junior school, it is a lot more flexible, and uh, we assess in all sorts of different ways in that junior school. Uh, we have a junior diploma that the students work towards, and that takes into account their um, curriculum achievements, their school-wide participation, and the key competencies. Okay, uh, what about you, Karen? Uh, across NCA, obviously, the students choose which subjects they take, and those subjects offer a range of different types of assessments, from test-based knowledge recall, uh, practical assessments, where they may be doing a performance or producing a product, or um, doing a speech, doing a some kind of presentation and there is some group work depending on the subject area but a lot of it is individual based whereas in the junior school we're a lot more flexible about how we assess and there's a lot more group work done. Okay so given there's quite a range of uh, ways to assess that you mentioned what do you think are the most useful forms of assessment and, and is there a difference between the junior and the senior school? A lot of the junior assessment is preparing them for NCEA so a lot of our junior assessments are based on what they will be assessed on at NCEA level but they're more formative and there's more teacher um, assistance and feedback so that they can get into the subjects that are most going to suit them in the senior school and do their best in the assessments in the senior school when they're working towards qualifications. I think I, to add to that, I think one of the, the really um, powerful things about Google is that the girls can now share their work with us before the due date of an assessment and get feedback, written feedback, on a more regular basis. And I'm certainly noticing that in the junior school as well, that the girls that come in at year nine are able to share their assignment work with me and I can give them feedback um, 
and also they're very new to the way we assess it at college and they um we in science anyway we give them the opportunity to hand their work back in again for reassessment because they're so new to the way the, the college works so they can hand assignment and I hand it back if they're not very happy with their grade they get more time to do the assignment again and I do the same with tests for the first couple of terms in year nine so they get used to the way um yeah get used to the way we assess because it's very different from intermediate okay so using that um idea of, of using the uh, shared Google platform, is that a practice that's widespread over the school or it's in, in pockets? I think it's in pockets. Um, I certainly know the maths department use, are using it and they have, have a, uh, using Google Classroom for their assignment, for some of their assignment work. Are you using it in English? Uh, in English we use it for certain areas of study. It depends on what particular... Uh, assessment we're focusing on because some assessments it works better than others for example an oral presentation it's not so useful <laughs> yeah. same, same as practical in science really yeah. um, the social studies are definitely using Google classrooms as well and some of the other subject areas do but it is varied okay um, so that's one example of an assessment practice that's changed over time, are, are there any others um, you can think of? I can, and that is um, making the students really aware of not necessarily a marking schedule, but what they have to do to achieve a curriculum level four or a curriculum level five. So again, in the junior school, when we hand out our assignments, we, we give them a, a broad outline of what's expected at each curriculum level so that if you've got a student in an extension class that knows they want to get a level 5A, they can have a look and say, and see what they've got to do to achieve that. Um, and we encourage the girls to, to be obviously aiming for a, uh, the best grade they can get, really. Yeah, so we do a bit more unpacking of their assessment schedules of what the words actually mean or what it would look like. Um, so how, what through exemplars or like Sarah mentioned about some quite refined uh, rubrics or you know what um, it looks like refined rubrics and and exemplars as well and often I will um, and I know that other teachers do too is is give the girls uh, take 15 20 minutes at the start of a lesson to give them an NCEA question and then they might peer mark so that we can go, so they have to actually make a, make a call on what they're going to, grade they're going to allocate. They realise it's not actually that easy sometimes. Um, and they can see what's an achieve, what's a merit, and what's an excellence as well. Uh, how does assessment feed into your reporting cycle and reporting system here at Girls College? Our assessments directly feed into our reporting. All our um, reports are based on their assessments and the junior school, they're also based on the key competencies, which are looked at by both the, both the students and teachers fill in a learning behaviours and attitude performance criteria sheet. So there's reflection by both the student and the teacher, and then a grade is decided on. So the competencies we're looking at are respect in relating to others, participation in contributing, and pride in managing my learning. These are done assessed every eight weeks of 
the school year and they are on printed onto their reports. Are they always done by the same core class teacher or is that... Every teacher. Every, every teacher system. and every subject. Okay. So they will do eight of these every eight weeks. Okay. And, and that goes into the school report as well as the assessment information? Yep. Yes. So their final end of year report will have four of these on for their core subjects and two on for their half year options. Okay. And do you have a system to track that progress over the year, you know, to, to, to get a gauge of where the students are yes. improving in, in some of those? Um, Linda Bebe-Hill, who's in charge of the junior diploma, she goes, she does send tutor-teachers summaries of their class and how well they are doing, so then we can have conferences with students that need some discussion about how they're doing. So, so that identifies students who are having some difficulties in terms of the key competencies, and do you find that all normally relates to academic challenges as well, or the two distinct sort of referral systems? Sometimes, but not always. You can get a girl in an extension class who cannot manage themselves. It doesn't. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It doesn't necessarily um, relate. Some of the students who have fabulous learning um, learning behaviours are the girls that find the academic side of school the most difficult. Right. It's really actually quite rewarding for some students, I think, to be able to get excellence in every one of these categories and still be below the, the government expectation of where they should right. be academically. So it's it's a, it, it does reward those, I, be, I believe. It gives the girls a some sense of success. Uh, does that flow through into your senior reports given you know the demands of, of NCA? What, what aspects of key competencies do you measure in the senior school? Not so, only at the end, really only covered in the interim report at the beginning of the year. Okay. And then it would be down to subject teachers to follow up with the individual student, I think. Would you agree? Yes. Okay, uh, can you just tell us a little bit about literacy and numeracy uh, across the school? Obviously there's demands in, in the NCA qualification for literacy and numeracy. Uh, how does that work at your school and then how can you provide support, how do you provide support for students who have been identified as, as struggling in those two areas? Um, so for literacy and numeracy for our junior school, year nines, uh, based on their entrance test, which is the Canterbury entrance test, are selected to do fast track, which is smaller class groups. And they do this for three timetabled periods a week instead of a options subject. And they, they work on numeracy and literacy in that course. And our year 10s can select, although English teachers encourage certain students to choose 10 English support which is three hours of additional literacy skills. And those classes are traditionally smaller than a core class. So perhaps 20 students in that class. Okay. What about at senior school? Do you have uh, literacy and numeracy across curriculum areas or is it just left to English and, and in, maths? In year 11, we the priority learners that may be at risk of not getting the numeracy and literacy are identified and we have um, a teacher aide that goes into their maths, the same teacher aide goes into their maths and their English classes with them 
And although she works with the whole class, she's specifically there to, to work alongside those identified students. And she's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, what about consistency across curriculum areas? So you use curriculum levels as a curriculum level five in science equivalent to a level five in English and other areas? I would like to think so. <laughs> yes, I'd like to think so because we have our assessment schedules are broken down quite significantly. So I think they're pretty thoroughly done. The, the interesting thing is that some subjects are new at college. So, for example, Spanish in Year 9 will not have been done by students before, and so the Languages Department will... The students can end up, after having done Spanish uh, with a curriculum level 2A, and that's because of they're learning it for the first time, whereas Maths and English, they've been learning since they were 5, so yeah. you would expect them to be at a curriculum level 4 or 5. Uh, what about what's coming up? What are your next steps at Girls College in, in refining assessment practices? Is there any more um, changes that, that are being talked about? Um, I think departments are cont continually reviewing their courses. Uh, so in the English department, we're looking at create um, changing some of our courses so that they are developing their literacy skills but not necessarily for university entrance because they're not aiming to attend university so we're trying to look at what unit standards or achievement standards are going to benefit them the most. And um, as part of our um, community of learning profile that we did in term one we identified a number of students particularly Māori Pacifica students in level two that were leaving before the end of the year before the end of the year 12 year who didn't have level two and we're trying to look at ways of, of retaining those students. Creating different subject pathways okay. for less academic students. Uh, just final question, so any um, practices or frameworks that you're interested in looking at, what, the influence of the coal, how do you see that being a positive um, influence on or impact on assessment here at Girls College? Um, I, would, I would like to see a more consistent approach across the transition between the schools, I think, particularly intermediate and college. That's my okay. yes, personal... Yes, I, I, yeah. I agree, because most of our students are coming from Tauranga Intermediate, so it would be good, I think, for both schools if we were consistent. Uh, anything else you'd like to, to add b before we wrap up? Awesome. Well, thank you so much for your time here this morning. That is Sarah and Karina from Tauranga Girls College.